your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we are here for a Telescopic Tuesday. Woohoo! <laughs> telescopic Tuesday. I love it. It is a Telescopic Tuesday. <laughs> and the reason, Stephanie, it's a Telescopic Tuesday is you need a telescope to be able to see the stars, because we're going to be talking yes. about stars tonight. Yes. Well, yes. you need the telescope to see a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Probably no. not the ones that we're actually going to be talking about, stars Probably and planets. Yeah, but but yeah. anyway, sounds cool good. Cool beans. I like it. I like it. So the Teletopic Tele- <laughs> you Easy better you say it. Say. Telescopic <laughs> Tuesday. There we go. <laughs> so, how are you tonight? Good. Good. Uh, busy. You know, yep. starts yep. the New Year's starting off with a bang. Um, yes. So it's you know, no rest for the wicked. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Same. How about you? I'm I'm good. Um, didn't get out to the island last week like I thought due to weather. I know I was just talking to Triana, our guest, about it. But, yeah, we just didn't get out there because the weather was crazy wild in the Pacific Northwest and the islands. So we had to postpone, unfortunately. But then I had a whole weekend unplanned, which was kind of fun, right? Um, but anyway, yeah. So did so you take it easy then? or I, You know, I did kind of, sort of. I don't know. You know, it just, it's amazing how the days fill up, right? It, you know, it is what it is, but I, I was wasn't crazy say, busy. Let's just put it that way. But I had things to do, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of nice to have those unexpected days off where you just all of a sudden no plans. Yeah. And I don't know. I kind of like yep. it. Yep. Yep. We finished, we finished binge watching Lost in Space, which I just adore. For anybody wanting a good show to watch, it's the new Lost in Space on Netflix. It is fantastic. And I didn't even know it was coming to an end. I thought it was just another show because that's how much I pay attention. And then they were kind of wrapping things up. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Is this the end of the show? And Casey says, sure seems like it. And I'm like, oh, sure enough, you know. So anyway. Highly recommend it. I adore it. It's a really fun show. And um, I think there were three or four seasons. I don't remember. But super, super show. Cool. So I've seen most have, of it. I yeah, watched you it got like it. a year ago. 
Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's really good. It's just a fun show. I mean, it's a good show when you're looking for something to watch. It's like those books, you know, that are book after book because you don't want to leave that story. Same thing, you know. Yeah, I watched most of it. I never finished it, though. I don't know. I just got tired of it, I guess. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was really good. You know, I just, I love Robot. Wish I could have Robot, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, just wanted to uh, say that um, today Clyde Bellacourt passed away, and he was the co-founder of the American Indian Movement, and it's a really sad passing. Um, he was, you know the pioneer of civil rights for Native Americans and, like I said, co-founded AIM with Dennis Banks. And so, you know, my heart goes out to the whole Native American community. I'm sorry to hear that. I did not know that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that um, Dave, is, Dave is in the chat room, and I know that he was, he was personal friends with him, and Clyde mentored him a lot. So... Uh, I just wanted to give my condolences to Dave for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's hard. Transition, you know, mm-hmm. and we know, or at least we've talked about transition isn't the end, but it's still hard in the human mm-hmm. side of things, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's hard. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to pay a little bit of respects because I think he was a fantastic and amazing person for sure. You know, and he did a lot of good in this world and helped a lot of people. Um, good. So, yeah. So, other than that. So, so yeah. We're, we're uh, oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say that your uh, trip got postponed. Hopefully, mine won't because I'm coming up on going out of town here for a couple of days anyway. So, we'll see. Fingers crossed. That ours stays on, and not for weather reasons, I mean just because there's not a lot of people working anywhere, right. which isn't anybody's fault. Uh, so it's hard to, to have things still running. <laughs> so we'll see if our if our trip goes. Hopefully, fingers crossed. You'll be okay. It'll be, it'll be good. I think so. So far, so good. And it'll be nice because it's a birthday trip. So Yes. Yes. And when do you leave? Friday. Friday. Perfect. Well, that's awesome. I know. So exciting. So tonight we're going to talk about what we have in store for 2022, what we think might be in store. And Triana Elan is with us. Hi, Triana. Hi there. Hey, Triana. Welcome back to the table. We're so excited to have you back on. Same here. It's fun stuff. So Triana is an astrologer out on Lopez Island, which is the next island over from my island of San Juan Island. So um, we have a little bit in common there, you know, so we love it there, you know, so um, we can relate. <laughs> it's kind of hippie-ish, yeah. you know, and that's what that's what I love about it because <laughs> I'm a little great. hippie myself, you know. Um, <laughs> so how have you been? I've been good. I'm very, very happy that our crazy weather that you mentioned is over with. Mm-hmm. It, was, well, um, it was a bit rough. Yeah. But yeah. We came through it, and I think everybody's pipes are fixed, and their pumps are unfrozen. And, and the, ferry, the ferry dock is fixed, and, you know, you don't just have to come in on a high tide to get in. and <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All kinds of craziness. 
<laughs> yeah, your ferry ferry boats over there on San Juan Island broke, and well, the ramp did, and yeah, oh, yeah that my. was just. Uh, I, know. I know. And we have a lot of uh, a lot of COVID outbreaks over here, so the ferry crews are low, and mm-hmm. so the you know it's a kind of a crapshoot. Any one from one day to the next, whether or not we'll have all of the ferries online going from one place to another. Yeah, so it's, it's just a lesson in uncertainty and yes. adapting to it. Yes, it is a mess. But, you know, when you live on those remote islands, I think you just kind of get used to it. And, you know, you're, yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. And this year has exactly. been, the last couple of years have been extremely, you know, challenging because with COVID and the, there were less ferries and the ferries are so, have been so delayed in the summertime. And, oh, my goodness, you know, it's just okay. a mess. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot it's been a lot to cope with and and um interestingly enough even with COVID we've had well I think because of COVID we've had more tourists come over here than ever before. <laughs> I think because they can't go anywhere else. Yeah. So they yeah. all come over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're probably right. I, I do think that last summer was probably the most people I've ever seen in Friday Harbor. At one time. Oh, yeah. There was a lot, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. A lot of us islanders don't even even bother to go into the village unless we have to go to the store. And that's, we Mm -hmm. go maybe an hour before they close. Just shouldn't have to be around all the people. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I blame you there. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but so last year you were on, I think it was in September, and we talked about, all of the things that, you know, the stars were showing you for 2021 and Mm -hmm. they were pretty right on track. Right. I mean, you know, we talked about, you know, there was just so much difficulty in the world and especially in our country, you know, and there were so many hidden things that now are busted wide open and Pluto, everything Pluto was at the top of the umbrella, right. It was all under his umbrella. And, um, um, and he, it was just, he rules the collective unconscious and transformation and all kinds of stuff. And I remember you said that he, that that planet was going to kind of rule for a while, right? So tell us about right. that and what you see kind of in the well, short term here. And then we'll talk about the long term too. This is really interesting because um, we've not, as modern astrologers, we've not seen this before, but Pluto, Pluto is returning to where he was when our country was born 225 years ago on February 22nd. So we're ha- our country is having its Pluto return. And since none of us have been here to witness a Pluto return, it's kind of difficult to know what to expect other than a major transformation, which is what we've already been going through. And when a planet is actually coming up to an aspect is when the most tension occurs. So the last couple of years that Pluto has been approaching this position is when we've seen the most, um, the, the kind of the climax of coming up to this return position. So it returns the exact to the degree return will be February 22nd. 
So it's coming up really soon. And that doesn't mean it's all going to be over with. It mm-hmm. simply means that that's the exact, um, the exact position. And that's when, when from that point onward, what do we do with what we've learned? And the trans, the signs of the transformation will be pretty clear by then. And what was hidden will now be out in the open. There's a little bit more to come, obviously, because there's still a little bit more time. But this year is really going to be a year of reckoning in terms of, um, in terms of what do we do with what we know? And that is politically, it has to do with COVID, it has to do with mostly those two things. And I'm also looking at world events, which I think there may be some engagement with another country in some form of um, stepping in to prevent a war. But that I'm not absolutely sure of. I'm, I'm just kind of watching that. But the good, the best news is that what's been dogging us for the last couple of years has been this Saturn Square Uranus business that's been going on. And that was, that started two years ago, and that was kind of what kicked off the whole COVID and divided country and the big mess that, that's been visible. And that's coming to an end. Mm. So that's a good thing, right? I I would think so. <laughs> Did we lose her? Did we lose her? I, I don't think know. We must have. I'm listening and then I don't hear I know. response. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I thought it was a good idea, a good thing. <laughs> no, I know, right? Triana, are you there? Maybe we need to try call her again. She must have. Something must have happened. Oh, yeah. There she is. Triana, are you here? Hello, this is Triana. Sorry Hello. I can't answer your call, but Uh-oh. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. In the meantime, leave me a message. Thanks. Whoops. Here, I will text her. Something must have happened to her connection. Um, yeah, I, well, think, I would think yeah. it would be a good thing, though. Well, yeah, it sounds like it. And I, I mean, that's it's lining up with what we've seen happen. So it's um, interesting that this is coming to an end too. And I'm interested to hear more about the the Pluto piece of it too, you know, yeah. just see how that's going to maybe unfold. She talked about, you know, towards the end of February and then it's like, okay, well then what, I know it's going to continue. Pluto is not a quick moving, obviously not a quick moving planet. So it'll be interesting to see what she thinks about what's going to come about after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pluto leaves, uh, you know, or he's not the dominant planet. Um, right. Well, and again, it'll take a while to move out, it sounds like. But anyway. Because Pluto's been hanging around for a couple of years, right? She said, and this is like the climax or the biggest point will be next month. And then they'll kind of start. Well, it's like a ramp up and then a ramp, ramp down, up. I would yeah, imagine. Exactly. So it's still going to ramp down, which probably, you know, shake things up for a while longer. But. Yeah. on the downward slide instead of gearing up like I guess we've been in for yes. a while, which is yes. awesome and fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been real fun the last few years. Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, my okay. gosh. Triana, are you with us? Not yet. Hmm. Hmm. Well, hopefully we can get her back with us. I was going to say, you know what? She, uh, we were talking about the Mercury retrograde yeah. And communications, you know, and stuff. And that's going to hit, what, on Saturday? And 
there's a ramp up for that too. And we're in it right now. So this is not surprise me. I know. I know. And this happens. And, you know, Triana said last time, and we've always talked about this too, that Mercury retrograde starts, but really we feel it a few days before and a few days after. So here we go. Yeah. Well, this would be a good lead in to talk about Mercury going retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's what we were just saying when we couldn't get a hold of you. And then we kept getting your voicemail and it, you know, we were laughing and, and Heidi said, well, talk about Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Exactly. That happens on Saturday and the effect can be felt before it actually happens. Yes. Yes. As what happened right now. So (laughs) it's exactly a good example because I was sitting here pulling my hair out, not understanding why my phone wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah, we got it. Well, you did a, did a great job. I'm sure I'm not the only one this has happened to. No, I'm sure not. I'm sure not. So, <laughs> I think the last thing that you said was that the Saturn square of Uranus and um, Uranus. I don't know. See, I say it different than everybody else. It was okay. leaving, right? And is that? And I said, I said. Well, that's a good thing, right? And then you didn't answer. And then Heidi's like, well, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very good thing. That aspect, that alignment occurs every 20 years. And it causes a lot of angst, no matter what signs are involved. And this time it's been um, Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus. And that has been especially painful um, because Uranus is is a planet that is involved in rebellion and wants to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. It's just, you know, the breaker of barriers and um, kind of like if you saw, if you saw Game of Thrones, Uranus would be kind of like Daenerys. It's just Dracarys all over the place. And um, Saturn is the great teacher who wants everybody to sit down and do as you're told and wants order and um, for things to just go in a certain, in a certain manner. So you get those two arguing, arguing with each other. And especially in those two signs, it's been really, really difficult but that is ending now, and um, it'll come back again because of retrogrades, but not to the extent that we've been enduring it continually for the last two years. So I expect that a lot of the angst that we've seen and a lot of the divisions that we've seen will start to calm down. Now, whether that means because something else causes us to come together um, or because everybody just gets tired of it, I don't know. But it is a good thing that it's coming to an end Yay. because it's, um, you know, it's, it's really a not nice aspect to have hanging, hanging around. Uh, um, so yes. that's the big news of this year. That, that's the game changer of this year as opposed to the last two years. Good. And that's why we astrologers are cautiously optimistic about this year. Oh, good. The last, I, I was going to say last year you said it was just, ooh, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was. This year this year looks a lot better in general. Um mostly because we're out from under that nasty square. And so that helps a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And um so it'll return again. Well, the the other side of the coin is that because of the retrograde that square will return not exactly to the to the degree but it will its influence will return in august and will be present for the elections and oh. and, and yeah the tension grows toward november and that's when we're going to see um between august and november is when we see another crescendo of tension coming up that part Great. of the year but the rest of the year is looking pretty darn good, really, mm-hmm. by comparison. So that's that's what I'm pretty happy about. Oh, that, that's good news. So we were right, Heidi. We said that's good, good. I'm glad you're leaving for your trip on Friday because Mercury actually goes retrograde on Saturday. So mm-hmm. I think you're gonna you're gonna get out and have a good time. Yes. Yay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I couldn't help but think when you were talking about Saturn being the great teacher and wants everybody to be under control. And I thought about our producer, Sarge, and that's what he always wishes of us. <laughs> <laughs> and it rarely happens. And, you know, I have to I have to shout out to Sarge because for those of you in Radio Land, this is his 10th anniversary of doing shows right here on the Para X Radio Network. So happy anniversary Yay. to Sarge. Yay! Yay! Yes. So, yeah, I was laughing when you said that because I'm like, oh, well, you know, Sarge always wishes that for us. But <laughs> <laughs> he wants so, everybody to kind of be themselves. Right. And so when does when does this happen? So this so this is happening like right now, the Saturn and the square with your Uranus are leaving now. I mean yeah, that's, that's happening that's now. Away. It's moving away now. Oh good. So okay. It's pretty well finishing. And oh, that's awesome. that's really nice. It's on its way out. And um and the other the other change is Jupiter just moved into Pisces. And that's kind of a fun thing because um, Jupiter kind of, Jupiter is a happy planet anyway and kind of has a lot of fun in Pisces. It's kind of like a party. And so being the planet that expands everything that it touches, Jupiter in Pisces is, we're going to see a resurgence in compassion and spirituality and um, kind of a, a lot of generosity where we haven't really seen it for the last year mm-hmm. since uh, since Jupiter was in Pisces before, but it'll be a bit different this time because we're out from under the Saturn Uranus deal, so um, right. so it can show itself better, and it's also very well aligned. Jupiter is, and um, that makes me happy to look at. So, oh, and the other thing too is that um is the planets are all kind of smashed up into the later signs of the zodiac capricorn aquarius and pisces and uranus is the only one in taurus in one of the earlier signs of the zodiac so 
when I see everybody all smashed up in one section, section or sector or quadrant, whatever you want to call it, um, I see that as an ending. So we're ending a lot of things, buttoning up a lot of stuff, finishing a lot of things and getting ready to kind of turn it over. And by the time we are done digesting and composting and doing whatever, it'll be June and we'll, June will be a time of renewal. Ooh. And that's when a lot of these will be going into Aries and Taurus. And so spiritually, we'll see a revival in, coming in with the summer. And um, with a lot of, there we'll, we'll be seeing it in the spring, but it'll be especially visible in the summer because that's when the planets will start to move into Aries and Taurus. And um, I'm really looking forward to the summer because it's looking really good. I love it. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, so we have a question in our chat room. We were talking about retrogrades. Uh, we may not have time for this question. We'll try it. So Trost is asking, can some people experience retrograde opposite of what others experience? So Yes, Especially if you were, yeah, you can. And what's interesting is people who were born with a retrograde Mercury very often do very well during a retrograde Mercury. So they, they kind of get a, they get an excuse. Oh. Or a, they get a, so yeah. It's not, and nothing in, nothing in astrology is universal, like every single person is going to experience things. Mm -hmm. But, um, but sure, it's possible for people to do well during a retrograde. Yeah. And it depends on where everything falls in your own personal chart as well. Yeah, because but I've noticed say, some are really bad and some are like, well, just a little off, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on where the retrograde falls in your chart and how it's aligned with your personal planets. Wow. That is cool. You know what? We are 30 minutes past the hour, so we are going to go now to commercial break. This is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. Those geek ladies Sean and Victoria from Exploring the Paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com.
at home, at work, or anywhere. Thanks for making Parax part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Parax. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Parax Radio Network. And we're talking about astrology tonight. And we have our guest on Triana Ilan from uh, Washington State. And we've had a very interesting discussion so far of what's coming up for 2022. Thanks, Triana, for being on with us tonight. And we're definitely interested in digging into more of what's coming. We actually were sidetracked into talking about retrogrades, mm-hmm. right? And a couple of people in the chat room were saying, I wonder if I was born in a retrograde. You can Google that, folks. You can look it up That's and true. see if you were born in a retrograde. I actually Googled it during the break, too. And I was so far, I've all I've seen is I was born, uh, born during a Saturn retrograde. That's the only one that I found so far that was retrograde when I was born. But oh, not Mercury. Saturn's going retrograde. Saturn is? Yes. Oh. Well, we'll see what happens there. Soon here. That's, that's why the... Um, well, n- not right this minute, but this year it'll go retrograde. And it will be... Um, that'll be a time when it will be actually good for you. Sweet. I'll have to look at when that is. It's interesting to find this stuff out and kind of learn a little bit about it. Like some of the stuff you're saying is, you know, people can research it and find out like where they sit in some of this and see how it goes for them and see how much it kind of plays out, you know, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. I can give you the exact day here in a second. Sure. There we go. Okay, Saturn goes retrograde on June 6th. Noted. I'm going to mark June the 6th on my calendar. Mm. And I'll buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. (laughs) I was born during any planet. I did check with the Mercury retrograde thing and... um, no, I was not. So, anyway. So, so we're seeing, so summer's going to be fun. We're kind of getting rid of all this negative energy and this negativeness from this uh, square. Um, Jupiter is kind of leaving the scene. So, is there another planet that's kind of going to take over for Jupiter then? Well, Oh, you mean, wait a minute. I think you mean somebody else. You mean Saturn? Well, no, because we talked about the last few years that Jupiter has been kind of the primary planet and it's been the... Um, oh, well, it's been, Jupiter's been in, um, been in Aquarius and along with Saturn and um, a couple other planets that have moved on since then, but... But Jupiter just changed signs, and Jupiter stays in one sign for about a year, and it returns to it returns to a sign every twelve years. So, this is um, the first time that Jupiter will have been will have been in Pisces for twelve years. So, anybody who is who has Jupiter in Pisces needs to look back to what they were doing twelve years ago to see what's up. If they know, mm-hmm. and um, but Jupiter loves 
being Pisces. It's just a, it's, it's a happy place because Jupiter rules Sagittarius, which is a mutable sign. Pisces is also a mutable sign. So Jupiter has a whole lot of room to move around and stretch out and, you know, mm-hmm. to have a party. They just kind of make, make everybody happy where he is. And when Jupiter's happy, everybody's happy. So it's, I expect this to be a really good, a really nice time with Jupiter and Pisces. I love it. That is cool. Yeah. And you said Jupiter was the happy planet. So is are things always happier when Jupiter is around? Or well, it, yes and no. Jupiter, Jupiter. I say that because Jupiter is generally thought of to be the is traditionally thought of to be the planet of good luck. And it is, but the strictest definition of Jupiter is that Jupiter expands whatever it touches. So um, the flip side of that could be with Jupiter and Pisces and Pisces being a water sign and there being a whole lot of rain, for instance, that could bring flooding because mm. Jupiter will expand where it touches and Pisces is a water sign. And, you know, a lot of times um, Pisces, the Pisces and water has to, it has to do with deep water that has no boundaries. So a lot of time, a heavy Pisces influence will indicate flooding. And that's where we are right now. Oh. Um, because we've got planets in Pisces that are um, Jupiter and Neptune, both being in Pisces. And that indicates flooding and especially with Neptune because Neptune rules Pisces but um, anyway it's just kind of a I it's just an afterthought that I notice it's not something that I would I wouldn't predict for instance that 10 days from now there's going to be heavy flooding in the Midwest because of something because I don't do that kind of astrology mm-hmm. I feel really sure about that but mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but in general, that's the flip side of Jupiter's influence is expanding whatever he touches. So for better or for worse, because Jupiter planets are neutral. So um, just like electricity, it's, if mm-hmm. it's a if it's a plug or your finger, it's going to deliver electricity to it. So <laughs> kind yeah. of how it works. I like yeah. It. So the yeah, year but- I was born, I was looking up the planets and <laughs> so get this, when I was born, all these planets were in retrograde. Um, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and even Chiron. It kind of reminds me of, was it last summer that all these planets were in retrograde too? Oh, that- yeah. What does that mean exactly? Is that why I'm so chaotic? Because I felt the energy last year was chaotic as all heck, you know. It was chaotic. Huh. It was, and you you kind of danced to a different drummer. If yeah. with all those planets being retrograde, it's kind of like a a feeling of, um, you know, you would be the the poster child of feeling like you were adopted in your own family. <laughs> I do kind of feel that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, kind of don't fit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it. And it, it can be kind of hard, but but um, you're also a you're also a pathfinder, and um, that can be a really lonely place to be. But a lot of people follow your lead because 
you're often the first person to find something out or you're the person to boldly go where nobody else wants to. Ooh, I like it. I so like it. That's, that's kind awesome. of, that's the, the double-sided coin of being born with that many planets being retrograde. But you're another one where, where if a planet retrogrades and you have one of those planets retrograde anyway, that actually releases tension for you. Mm. So it's kind of like a muscle that gets to relax. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. That is really cool. So for this year, getting back to that. So this spring, we're kind of getting rid of all this stuff that's not so great. And then in the summertime, it's going to be fabulous. And we're going to breathe a sigh of relief. But then you're also saying then that in the fall, here we go again, right? In the fall, we get to pick it back up and get back to work again. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's when Saturn. Now, mind you, Saturn is going to be retrograde and four degrees away from a direct square with Uranus, but we'll still feel it um, in August. September, it'll be two degrees away from a direct square. And then in October, it'll be a direct square again by by degree. So that by the time November rolls along, and I never can remember if Election Day is, um, it's the first Tuesday in November, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I've only got dates. I don't have, um, like, November 1st, 2nd. I don't have days of the week. Yeah. But anyway, the first. Um, that first week of November in general looks pretty darn messy. So I think, um, I don't know. With with this Pluto return <clears throat> and the return of the return of the um, Saturn-Uranus square, even though it's weaker, but the timing of it is just kind of, kind of sucks, you know. It's like, no, what? Right. And then it's um, it'll be there right at election time in the midterms, and so it. I don't think it's going to be a completely happy time for people. I don't know which people are going to be happy, but right. So election day is actually the eighth of November this year. So okay. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound good. So it's going to get all messed up again. We're going to have a fabulous summer, and then. Back at it, right? That's but at least we get a little yeah. reprieve, though, kind of. Yeah, we do. We do, actually. And and uh, yeah, election day is going to be kind of election day itself is going to be kind of icky. November is not going to be a very nice month, but it straightens out after mid month. Yeah, oh. after mid month, good. Early November is not nice, and then it's. Then it sorts itself out, and then it gets kind of um, the beginning of December, end of November, beginning of December looks a little bit messy again as well. But those are fast-moving transits. They're not long-lasting kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so- we don't really have any. We, the nice thing about this year is we don't have anything long-term that's going to stay over our heads for two years in a row. 
Yeah. That's what that's what I really like. Kind of a quick in and out or, you know, whatever, but I like that much better, you know? Yeah, and by December, Saturn will have moved away from Uranus again, so um, mm-hmm. there will be a five-degree separation by then. So even even that square isn't going to last that long. It can't gain that much power. And and then I wonder if if Mercury is in retrograde then too. I don't know. I should look into it. You know, that would be another another you know iron iron in the fire. <laughs> no. Um, Mercury is not retrograde during election time. That's good. That's super. Yeah, going to stay oh. on the straight and narrow there. Yes, yes. So we just got to hang in there. What you're saying is things are getting better. Just got to hang in there. We'll have a nice, you know, nice little spring and summer, and then might have a little bit of a hairy fall, and then maybe we'll kind of have a nice year in 2023. Yeah, I mean, in general, this year is better. It's, it's, it will be better. And I think that um, there's some, I've been watching the news about COVID, and there's some talk about it kind of um, maybe backing off by the spring. And astrologically, that kind of, um, I kind of see that, I support what they're saying because it looks like that could happen. Oh, it looks like a lot of freedom of movement coming up in the spring and then kind of this revival thing in the summer. So things, um, and things look really good in May mm-hmm. and April looks good as well, actually. But I, I especially noticed June. Nice. So June's the month. <laughs> Yeah, June's a sweet month. It's a really nice month. That's when, that's like what I said, when the new growth really comes up and, and is makes itself visible. Mm-hmm. And that's um, kind of a societal thing, yeah. really. So, so it could be that with that, um, you know, maybe, maybe some changes will happen that will be for the good and, and um, that will make the November stuff not as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always mm-hmm. always a possibility. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I like the sound of June being great because that just gives us more to celebrate at the solstice, right? I mean, you know. Exactly. Yay. Yeah. Oh, Good yeah. Times. Good times. Um, definitely. Well, is there anything else that you're seeing out there this year that you'd like to talk about or anything else you have that you would like to speak on? Well, I'm really, I want to go back to this Pluto issue because I'm really, really, really curious to see how that plays out for for our whole country because that's, that's what it's affecting is um, us as a collective and and I just find it really interesting what a pivotal time this is for us, and um, and a collective is you know a gathering of individuals, and so watching this happening 
I've been talking to people who have said, for instance, um, um, for instance, somebody who's been, someone who's been being kind of a not nice person and then something bad happens to him and someone who is normally of a, of a more enlightened mindset says to me, you know, I'm kind of tempted to think I'm a little bit happy this happened to them, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and that's the kind of stuff that Pluto does is it lets us bring those little darknesses out of ourselves and make them shown. And, um, cause we all have them, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that, um, in a way, I think in a way that what the big division is doing now, just watching watching how this is playing out, especially politically, because that's a big painful sore on our country right now. Um, watching how that's going to heal is is going to be interesting, and I think that the beginning of it will be this year, the beginning of that healing is going to happen this year and it could even be in the summer i think um and it won't come by force because the square is gone and so doing anything by force is not going to work and um that's where that's where the whole deal between uranus and saturn has been Mm -hmm. is one influence trying to force its it's um, protocol onto another and Aquarius and Taurus are like the irresistible force meeting the immovable object and they cancel each other out forever. Mm-hmm. So they just, you just don't, you don't get any result. You just get a lot of wasted energy. And that's kind of the way that, um, the way that we approached COVID in the beginning, the way that the, two extremes of politics has approached each other the way that, you know, kind of everything's happened is mandates and this and that and Mm -hmm. ways of trying to force people to do stuff and people aren't doing it. And it turns out like trying to be trying to herd cats all over the place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is where, you know, this is the big kind of look saying, you know what force doesn't work. So, um, so what do we do now? And this is where we get, you know, where everybody gets to kind of sit back and reassess and regroup and just say, okay, you know, and this is on both sides. What we're doing, is not working. Mm -hmm. It's just not working. And so that's where, that's where I'm really anxious to see what will work. Because that's where this year looks to me as more of a solution oriented rather than a um rather than a just fix it any way you can mm-hmm. kind of mindset so so I'm looking at this year in general to be a gentler year and um and people are worn out and tired of everything. So I think it's going to be a soothing 
a more soothing year and one where we can kind of stand up again and say, okay, you know, mm-hmm. how do I want to do this this time around? And and um, not even what have we learned, but taking stock of what we do have and and being like grateful. I said with Pisces, yeah, being grateful and being able to move again. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's going to be one of the big things. So maybe it'll be a more kind, kinder and gentler year, which would be awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Back and- yeah, the planets, planets are kinder this year in general. I like that. I so like that. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do too. It's we sure need it. Nicer. Oh, yeah. the last couple yeah, of years have been brutal. Have been brutal, haven't mm-hmm. they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't believe that that um, it's already been. In a way, it's already been two years because everything kind of stopped with 2020, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like two years has gone by already. And, yeah. And. Um, that's crazy. Really crazy. Heidi, you're awfully quiet. Do you have some questions? No, I'm just taking it all in, just listening yeah. to, you know, and and hopeful for the, you know, changes that are coming. And mm-hmm. I do think that we kind of reach a breaking point. And so it sounds like as the planets and everything are shifting that, um, you know, we we are shifting because there's only so far we can go in one direction and then we kind of have to find a different way of doing things. So it sounds like it's, it's coming to a point where we're going to shift and the planets are kind of maybe showing us how to do that or when to do that. I don't know, or that we'll be guided to do it at those certain times, which would be, it sounds like it would be a good thing. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. And then once, once Jupiter's done in Pisces, and that'll be in May. Then Jupiter goes into Aries, and that's that's going to be fun because that's new things beginning. And Aries is about moving forward and um, and kind of thinking in in a, in the strictest sense, Aries is me first because Aries is spring and new growth and um, moving into you know, the harvest being planted and, um, no, the harvest springing up from being planted and looking at that, let's see, when does it go in? It should be going by weeks instead of days here. Okay. So May 12th, so mid May is when Jupiter goes into Aries and, that will pave the way for the good vibes to be coming in in June. But um, um, once Jupiter goes into Aries, that's when the, I think that's when we're really going to see the new growth going in and, and what Pluto has shown us and what we see, I think, I just see, in my mind, when I look at when I look at where Jupiter's going and how it's going in Aries, I see um, wounds healing. So I think 
I just think that spring and summer is going to be a big time of healing for us all, for our whole society. I really like that. I really like yeah. that. Because yeah. Yeah, that's so what I'm... Good. Oh, we need it really badly. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking without all those, and I'm th- also thinking without all those planets in retrograde like we had last year, the energy maybe won't be so chaotic and crazy and it'll just maybe be more jet, more milder, you know, and more calm. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be more orderly. And also with the planets kind of moving away from each other, it won't be all crammed up into one or two or three mm-hmm. signs. They'll be you know, distributing themselves out. So that in itself denotes movement and space and being Mm -hmm. able to breathe, Mm -hmm. literally. So um, I'm liking this a lot. Yeah, I'm liking what you're saying tonight because last time we had you on in September, it was kind of like, kind of all bad, really, wasn't it? It was like bad, bad, you know, it was just... yeah. It was Nothing good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is quite refreshing <laughs> actually, you know. Yeah, it makes us all hopeful. Gives us hope. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm looking forward to this year. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not gonna be like I didn't on New Year's Eve going into New Year's Day, I just thought I didn't have any any enthusiasm at all. You mm-hmm. know, it was just kinda like, Oh man, it's just you know COVID still and COVID tomorrow and COVID next week and who cares? And I was kind of thinking in that way. And then I got in and started looking at the planets and went, whoa, this year is different. And um, that's nice for the first time in two years as an astrologer to get in and actually look at it and say, hey, I can actually give some good news to people. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is so awesome. I love it. Oh, yeah, I love it too. It's really, really nice. I'm just breathing a sigh of relief, honestly. I know I keep sighing, but it's true. I just feel relieved. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like I said, the end of the year will be a bit messy, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's um, that's pretty well to be expected anyway. I think even if the planets were picture perfect we find a way to mess up election time so yeah absolutely yeah absolutely (laughs) so the planets will be there to support our messed upness and we'll just act accordingly yes absolutely well triana Mm -hmm. we i it's the hour has already gone by fast as it is wow um, so thank you so much for coming on the show again and thank you for all your good words and all your hopeful hopefulness well, thank you, too. It's been wonderful to share all this with you, and thanks for having me. Yes. Yes, and, absolutely. And uh, don't forget to listen to the get to the calling tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. That he's They're going to be rerunning a episode that they did with uh, Clyde Bellacourt from a few years back. So have a, have a listen. And everyone, thanks so much for joining in. For the troops listening, thank you so much for your service. We so appreciate it. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for all of your comments and questions. And everybody out there listening, wherever you're at, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We definitely appreciate having you tune in. like to say thank you to Para X for hosting us in a super uh, 
big thank you to our producer, Sarge, and congratulations for 10 years Mm -hmm. uh, producing here with Para-X. Thank you so much. And we couldn't do it without you, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Good night, everyone.